Everybody's dealing with the Dastardly Gentleman. And with me, I have Frank. Say hi, Frank. What's up? Uh, not much. You know? Just uh, hanging in there. I'm trying this new streaming software for our uh, wonderful, wonderful podcast. And uh, it was better in practice. <laughs> Let me just say that. Okay, none of that shit matters. Okay. We're going to talk about something really important okay. right now. Okay. Internet, it's time for an intervention. <laughs> Let's hear Neil it, knows Frank. the fuck I'm going to talk about. Neil knows what I'm going to talk about. Let's this see. shit is fucking stupid. Frank stumbled across right. this no. like as we were I'm... getting ready to start this <laughs> podcast. And he's just like, no, we got to change the subject. we got to talk no, about this. I don't care. I mean, like, look, people can be killing these tre- each other in the streets by the fucking thousands with guns at this point. I don't care anymore. A fucking travesty of of the the highest magnitude is being perpetrated in in the twitch community and it it's fucking so much dog shit okay so asmr i literally had no idea what this was that it gives you like your little recommended channels on the left hand side and i don't know why it recommended these people to me but like there was two there's three channels one of them was for video games and two of them said it was for uh, irl and i was like what are you talking about? I don't usually do anything that has IRL or whatever. And so I clicked on it just out of curiosity. Okay, sure. She's good looking. Sure. She's got right, he's in a message. with it. She's got sure. She's got she's got big titties. She's kind of cute. Fine. But apparently ASMR is like this thing where like you're supposed to have like this crackly low intensity vibrations through a fucking microphone. I have never seen something more fucking like new agey dog shit in my life. <laughs> I don't know how to cope with what was happening because she literally has this double-sided microphone. So I'm guessing left and right. And then she just she whispered this. Up. And then she had like a like an Atari uh, cartridge and she was like clicking her fucking fingernails on it. And she's like, she whispered. I I was about to freak out. I mean, if this woman had been in the same room with me, I I probably would have thrown her out the fucking window. I I am I was immediately immediately brought to violence. I mean, like if if she if if I because I you know I was always brought up you know, whisper sound off like you got a pair. So you know you say you don't you don't just don't just whisper. Like, if someone comes up to me and they start just whispering me in my ear, I will slit their fucking throat. That, I, I, don't, mean, I don't think you will. I, I think, I, you know what, maybe I'll punch him right in the fucking face, Neil. I don't think you'll do that either. You know? It, it's, I will. I will. I'm going to test that next time we see each other. Fine. Which is I will probably pop never. you right in the goddamn muzzle. <laughs> and you will, and you know what? You're going to sit there and fucking take it because you're going to know goddamn why. How about that? <laughs> Yeah. No, it's so okay. So then, so then she just like out of nowhere, like picks up a fucking glass vase. And a when she stands up, like you know, lo and behold, she's pretty much in her fucking underwear. So I mean, it explains why she's got twenty five hundred uh, viewers. It has nothing to do with the fact that she's doing this ASMR bullshit. And I mean, you can have that shit on mute and probably still appreciate it as much as you have. In fact, you probably should because it's really irritating. But then, so then she starts. She picks up a fucking glass vase and she starts clicking her fingernails on it. And I just, I wanted to hit her with the goddamn vase. Nothing, nothing on this, on this streaming platform has incised me more than this stupid ASMR shit. And then, and then lo and behold, so I'm like, 
What's the what's the third one? The other IRL garbage. It's a bitch doing the same fucking thing. I mean, she's like another like she's got super low cut shirt. Her big old titties are out, and she's she has the fucking double sided goddamn microphone with fucking uh, what are the what are the earmuffs on it? And she's stroking the earmuffs. I'm like, it's not a fucking tribble. Jesus fucking Christ, what is wrong with you people? I'm gonna, I'm gonna stroke the shit out of these fucking oops. And they're gonna just... <laughs> no, I hate it. I hate it so much. Oh my God, y'all. You know, I mean, the, the, the sheer number of viewers, like, I... Coolim says he gets the idea, it's just not his thing. What's the idea? I mean, it's it's a. It's girl. supposed to like it, it's the low intensity vibrations that are supposed to give you a relaxing sensation, uh, starting at the base of your spine and going to the top of your scalp. Basically, it's like getting a sound massage. And if you believe that, you're full of shit, yeah. and you're a fucking idiot. And I don't believe it at all. I don't believe it at all. I sat th- I sat in the goddamn room for way longer than I should have. And the only thing I did was want to get in my chair and just start punching holes in the fucking wall. Well, I mean, it is a new place. Might as well uh, break into place. You know, you might as well. I mean, like, just just rage out and just, like, knock some shit over. Yeah. But it's my it's my shit, though. <laughs> it's not like the hotel. You know, I can't I can't sew the towels to the drapes here. Yeah, I guess not. I, I, I guess not. So on to the That's actual uh, podcast topic. What, what, what are you... Uh... What do you think about these school shootings, Frank? School shootings? I mean, do we sh- have another school shooting? Shootings in general. I'm sorry. I'm Are sorry. Are about mass shootings? Mass shootings. Sorry, Frank. <laughs> I mean, like there is kind of a difference. Tomato, you know, tomato, I mean, like the one in Jack, the one in Jackson really kind of hit close to home. Basically, can be super relaxing, but a lot of people enjoy it. I have never heard of this thing in my life, and I have never, I've, I, I know people that that do a lot of relaxing things. And even some of them, some of them are even legal. And I have never heard of any of them ever doing ASMR. Look, doing ASMR, it sounds like a fucking drug. You know, I'm, I'm going to go home and do me some ASMR. Oh, it, I just can't. I can't. I mean, like, I like listening to, like, birds or the wind, which I don't feel is the same thing. Different sounds can produce different psychological effects on people. Uh, I maybe. guess mine is ASMR scratchy noises make me want to fucking murder the planet. Yeah, I mean, if <laughs> I, just, if I will be out on the street corner spraying aerosol into the air trying to melt <laughs> the ozone like a fucking super laser gun. I mean, <gasps> there was that one part. My in, God. Uh, Howard Stern's Private Parts. You remember that movie, right? Yeah, that that's not the same thing. Listen, he gave the chicken orange. That is orgasm. not even close to the same thing. She's... Look. I will happily, you know. Never mind. <laughs> Frank, you want to straddle a, a subwoofer, and I'll. Uh, no, talk I was to just. You. Never, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. Let's. So school shooting or mass shootings? <laughs> nah, you, you got me doing do, it now. Uh, you got me doing it now. I can't stop. So I mean, th- this particular mass shooting like really upset me because it was like, you know, even though like I don't particularly, I don't partake of Madden, Madden, it was uh, it's like my people, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, and my, my community group by extension. Well, if you guys haven't noticed, uh, every now and then I'll stream Madden 18, and we'll be moving on to Madden 19 here pretty soon once uh, this season is over. But I mean, it's it's a fun game, even if you're not a, into sports, you know. 
but I, I enjoy watching it. I do. I actually enjoy watching it. I I don't understand the teams. I don't understand the rules. It looks like a lot of chicken scratch on the thing to me. But I really enjoy watching uh, the the. I enjoy watching uh, the the gameplay out. I think that it's it's a lot faster than regular football for me. So I kind of enjoy that a lot more. Right. It seems like it's also like a lot less one-sided most of the time at least the ones that i've seen and um uh and uh, above all else i really enjoy watching neil lose repeatedly so i mean and what throw fucking eight interceptions was is glorious why are you gonna bring that shit up frank i don't know how you don't know whose team you're on you've been the fucking what is it the philadelphia bird men for like fucking three seasons now how do you not know what your fucking color is stop throwing to the other team it's not Look, I don't even play football, and I fucking know that you need to hold on to the ball, not give it away. Yeah, is that is that what you know? I, that is what I know. You know, I'm pretty sure that it's not like you know generosity hand egg. I know that I hate you, <laughs> Neil. Neil's every quarterback. He's got he's got to fire his quarterback. He just ended up accidentally drafting the giving tree as the fucking quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I play the Eagles. The, I okay. play as the Eagles. And I'm not good at the game. There's they someone... don't fucking soar very high. <laughs> not under they're, they're... not under my watch, really. I mean, they... <laughs> no, no one soars under my watch. But anyway, it's S O R E. So yeah, I mean, so the story is basically this. Uh, you know, there was a Madden tournament going on. I don't know if it was like a big tournament. Was it? Did you read anything on this? I mean, it was the. I think it was um, qualifiers to go on to the major oh. tournaments. Yeah, and because two of the two of the guys that were killed there, they last year they one of them won eighty thousand, and the other one, I think the other one won like twenty thousand. Wow. So I mean, like it was it was you know uh, ramping up to be some good money, and then you know the the dude the the dude that blew the place away. I mean, he was he was a fucking champion. I mean, he won. yeah, I know, but I mean, he's a fucking champion, though. But I mean, like, uh, of everybody that like you would figure to to be pissed off at the game, not the guy who made a bunch of money playing it. You know, it's like get the fuck in there and make some more money then, or or you know, retire pleasantly. I mean, he this guy had interviews uh, with with because I guess he played the Buffalo Bills. and they um, huh Bills, sure. Uh, <laughs> And and I guess he had an interview with one of their players, and he was interviewed by IGN. I mean, he he went places with this fucking game, and then just they said he had a history of mental illness, which I'm sure really took a lot out of CNN to report or admit. Yeah, you know? I mean, well, let's think about it like this, all right? This is this is a. Uh, I was thinking about this on the car ride. Taco Bell and back for dinner. <laughs> Taco Bell. <laughs> um, you are the worst. Blazer and Taco Bell. I hate you. Shut up. I'm an international businessman. Anyways, um, <laughs> so I was thinking about this. And I'm like, okay, so esports, it's getting bigger, you know? And there's there's rage in regular sports. What happens when the Raiders lose? What happens when the Raiders win? The same shit. Right. Riots. <laughs> the fans burn down the city, but the players just go, ah, I got paid out of the way. Yeah, let's get out of here before we die. 
It's, yeah, before like all of a sudden we end up on the front of somebody's pickup and they're like, we fight, we kill. <laughs> so, I mean, who's to say like that doesn't happen in esports as well? So this is this is just a player. I mean, all yeah, obviously the um, the the player himself freaked out. Uh, How's that? Is that any different than like you remember Chris Benoit? from WWE. Do you remember anything about him? Okay, Chris Benoit. Um, the guy was on steroids, obviously, like most WWE champions are, or entertainers. <laughs> I feel like that's an, that's an unfair stereotype. Um, There's no way Xavier the steroids. <laughs> and uh, he kind of went nutty. Killed his whole family. Wife and, oh. wife and two kids. And then killed himself. Oh. Well, at least he killed himself. At least there's that. So, I mean, he was in the game. He was... I mean, then again, I mean, WWE is all scripted. But, you know, what's... How's that much different than... Uh, dude, can Windows, can you stop finding malware? Okay, thanks. Um... How's that much different than, you know, esports? People totally different. Out. Tell me. Tell me all about it. Totally different. So, like, you know, I mean, like, WWE is closer to esports, I think, than anything else, just because, like, it's physically it's physically exhausting, but there really isn't, like, you don't really have, like, an enemy or a nemesis or, or whatever. Right. But to me, like, whenever, like, you're playing Madden, you you do have anxiety and frustration against the person sitting next to you and you don't want to lose but like we kind of do have like the the built up like in in say football or even the wwe you have the the physical component that goes with the rest of the game right like if you get like really kind of like charged up in football or the wwe you actually have physical contact with the person that you're probably pissed off about right so but i mean like with with madden you're like you're like fuck and then the the guys next to you is like good game dude i mean like i don't know to me like that there's frustration but not there's frustration but not like um justifiable homicidal rage how about that okay makes sense makes perfect sense but i mean at the same time there is almost you know no justifiable homicidal rage unless you just got done listening like 20 minutes of asmr and you are (laughs) actually ready to take lives that's your precondition programming to just wiping out like a whole zip code yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely wow (laughs) now i'm just neil i just i just want to kill the world i know you mentioned that a couple times that's just what i do i just i feel like i come with about it I hate oh my god I'm so fucking pissed off now it's like you don't even want to talk about shooting I do I do I do but I mean you know we have talked about it before Neil's gonna give me some kind of like vagaries about ethics and then he's gonna track him for my guns so I mean at least we know where it's gonna go you know he's gonna be like well it'd all be better if we were socialists but other than that you know is that how you think it's gonna go (laughs) 
No. <laughs> because the third time's a charm? Listen, why do you why do you think uh, these mass shootings are happening more often? You know what's weird? Three public non-school, well, one school, two non-school related mass shootings in Florida specifically. I think I think Florida really needs to like figure its shit out. Yeah. Florida in particular, and I don't understand why because you know, there are other states that have like a really big gun culture, like a really big gun culture like Arizona, and I and I cannot for life me remember the last time there was a, a mass shooting except for maybe um Senator Giffords getting shot uh at in Arizona. And the only reason why that one worked out for the most part is because she's anti-gun so everybody that was there didn't have a fucking gun you know right i mean like if you were like if you went to like a like a real red party or a real blue collar area that was trying to have like a senate that like, try to put their blue collar senator through you would get torn to fucking pieces as soon as you pulled a piece you yeah. pulled a gun and you'd be like Allahu. and then like you just disappear in a hail of lead well, yeah, I don't know why Florida's not like that because, like, you, uh, you know, I just think that I'm surprised that there wasn't anyone nearby who actually was armed in Florida. Because when I was in Florida, like, not, I mean, it wasn't everybody like Arizona or Texas, but I mean, uh, uh, there was quite a few people who were substantially armed. Right. <sighs> I don't know, man. Like, so what? What is the gun law in Florida? It's it's open carry, just open like everywhere carry. else. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and okay, so let, let me ask you this: How about the situations where, um, what about that one sh school shooting where they did have armed security guards? Are you talking about Parkland? I'm sure. I can't remember, but I remember reading the story. Are you talking about in Florida? I think it wasn't. It wasn't Florida, wasn't it? There, there right. was armed Florida, security guards. Florida that... had an armed resource officer who should be put to death. So, as long with the other squad car of uh, sheriff's deputies that showed up, they should also be put to death. Why is that? Tell me. Because they were armed and vested, and they didn't go in. They stood outside while he was shooting the school up, like a bunch of fucking cowards. Why did they do that? Because they're fucking cowards. <laughs> there is literally no reason in the world why they shouldn't have gone in. Right, I agree. There's a, there's a, there's a. I mean, they're like these guys were guns drawn, hiding behind their fucking cruiser. Meanwhile, inside, children are being shot. I mean, what the fuck? You got fucking body armor on. You got a gun. You got fucking bullets. Go kill this kid. I mean, like what? What's the what the fuck is the conundrum here? Uh, money. You think maybe? No, because I mean, look, money only gets you so far. Whenever you hear children being torn apart by gunfire and you have like literally every resource available to you to do something right now, you have a moral and ethical obligation to fucking do something, not stand there. So since you failed in both your professional capacity, your moral and your ethical capacity, and your, and your capacity as someone who's supposed to watch over the youth of America, I have fucking no use for you. You should strongly consider suicide. I would plead that you do, because I would prefer you to 
stop existing. Well, yeah. I mean, that was their job. They were properly equipped for said job. They didn't fucking Seriously. do their job. <laughs> I literally have been grabbing him by the back of the shirt and shoving him at the door, being like, if you have to, go in there and die, but at least do it with dignity. Right. Man, that pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that was the one thing that, you know, conservatives were pushing really hard on was, oh, man, if we had armed security guards or if we armed the teachers, this, that, and the other. Okay, there's armed security guards. What happened? They're fucking bitches about it. They, they stood the fuck outside. Oh my god, that makes me crazy. And then, and then, you know, on the on the other side, you have the Dems who are like, you know, need to get rid of pistol grip weapons. We need to get rid of uh, high uh, high capacity magazines. And then you had the the shooting in uh, in Texas. Uh, I think it was I can't remember if it was El Paso or not. But uh, there's a shooting in Texas where the kid comes to school with a fucking shotgun and a handgun. I mean, he literally was a walking poster child of everything that the Democrats have said would would curb or halt gun violence completely. Right. And then pretty soon, like, it was funny to me because Fox kept talking about it forever. This kid came into school and he had like a fucking shotgun and he had a uh, it was a it was like a snub nose 38 or something and he right. killed like all these kids and then that was everything that the Dems won. Then CNN was like, uh, in other news, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I fucking bet. I mean, look, not that, not that Fox is without sin because like anytime that like anybody talks about, you know, like, uh, well, maybe, maybe high capacity magazines, maybe not. And then Fox was like, turn that shit off. <laughs> I mean, well, that's what everybody thinks they have the fucking answer. Is that that's the thing? Oh, maybe if the guns were less powerful or held less rounds or had a different grip or whatever. I mean, you want to fucking chip away at the at the uh, symptoms of the problem. It's 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 not the source of the problem. What's the source of the problem, Frank? What is causing I mean, this violence? It, it's, it's, I, I mean, it, it's, it's a lot of things. That's the thing. I mean, like, I want to, my immediate need your reactions. I want to say culture. Uh, but like at the same time, you know, you can't really curb culture and you can't really, you can't really remove the guns effectively. You couldn't hope because the only people that you're going to be able to search and seize guns from are going to people that law abidingly own them. Right. You know, so I mean, like, so then what are you, what are you effectively doing? I mean, like you're, you're, you're taking guns away from people and you're, you know, I mean, this, this sounds like so many Fox talking points. So like, I hate saying it out loud sometimes, but I mean, like you're denying people the right to be able to protect themselves. But conversely, you're also trying to make it so that it's safer question mark. But I mean, how are you really doing that by aiding and abetting the people that own their guns illegally? And we talked about this uh, on a previous podcast where we had somebody who was more knowledgeable about it than I am. We're talking about how, you know, for example, Filipinos sell a shitload of illegal guns in the United States. Right. And with with no serial numbers, which are, you know, as far as the government's concerned, highly illegal. And it that's how they make a, a substantial amount of their money. So if that's the case, then clearly criminal elements are buying these guns. Why would we want to give up our actual guns that we own 
for the ability for criminal elements and foreign powers to be able to operate more comfortably. That's, you know what I'm that's a good point. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't, I don't really think, I think what the source more so is though, is like, it's just anger and hatred, man. Yeah. yeah but what do you, that, that, but that's a, that's a, you see, you can't do anything about that. I mean, like, that's like a non thing. Like you can't, we can't quantify or qualify like what would make, what would make a society better or less angry. Um, well, we stop spreading hatred. Um, in our, I mean, that's, that's you sound like a Cat Stevens album. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, I <laughs> stop mean, stop spreading hatred. Well, that's man. okay. Listen, this is you gonna gotta, you gotta hang out. This is gonna sound very hippified, which is the uh, very much. Oh fuck you! I'm this is this is your contrast right here, fucking Mister Guns. All right. I'm waiting. I am patiently waiting for your fucking gun grabbing hippie statement. <laughs> We're done. I'm done here. I'm no, waiting. I love you. Come back. All right, fine. Tell me. Tell me, sweet child. Tell me your troubles. Okay. So from the top down, what what do um, let's just say from the government and from the top one percent, what do they have to gain by pitting? one side against the other such as race against race poor people against not so poor people uh what do they have to gain a very confused idea of what control is um it's not necessarily control but it's a distraction right and it's not a very good one it's good enough. <laughs> I uh, mean, I mean, they're I mean, gonna you, you've they're got, gonna figure out in a hurry whenever it's not. Uh, you would you would think that, but if you get the uh, the top down looking down, you've got rich people telling middle class people, "Hey, well, at least you're not poor," and the poor people are trying to take our money, so they're at fault. I mean, you look at illegal immigrants, people on welfare, you look at all these damn leeches on society, blah, 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 blah. Middle class is then pissed off at lower class or poor. Okay, so they're blaming each other. Poor is pissed off at people slightly above them. And rich people are just tooting along without anybody stopping them. Now, that's one part of it. The other part is if you have somebody to blame you have a scapegoat obviously i'm in the same same fucking word different meaning whatever you've got you you remove all the blame from yourself i mean you look at look at our president what he does he just fucking blames somebody else every single step of the way well uh, you know I, I this part's failing but it was a guy that uh you know, somebody that he hired, but he fails to mention that part. Oh, he was a loser. You know, like he fucking, you blame somebody else for the problem and absolve yourself from the problem. So in the grand scheme of things, it's you spread hatred, you spread lies, you spread bullshit and make the people fight against each other. So you can fucking tiptoe the fuck out of there with your money and your peace and your sanity. 
that's that's the goal to spread the confusion, to spread the the hatred. I mean, and they do it constantly, and people just eat that shit up. Now you start bringing race into it. Like you look at people from the south; they're born into racism. You know, they fucking hate people of color, or they hate pe- white people, whatever, because they were born into into feeling that way and born into being taught that way. So they don't have a fucking choice. <laughs> and then you see the shit on TV and they fucking just regurgitate that shit nonstop. Oh, well, it's, it's the poor people. Uh, it's the black people, uh, you know, and it's, it's the Mexicans. It's, it's shoved down everybody's fucking throats constantly. And anybody with, you know, the clarity to see past it is, is lucky at this point it's not it's not even a i mean the majority of people are, are feel that somebody down below is the fucking blame so i think because of that spreading the hatred around you've got angry fucking people you've got angry people that are just ready to to snap at any time so why what what better way to snap than when you lost your fucking madden game what better way to snap than when a uh, pack of cheerleaders made fun of you for dressing differently? Well, I'm pissed off about everything else. That's the fucking straw that broke the camel's back. And that is what I think is a very large cause of these school shootings. Now, the guns just kind of help. I mean, they're there. Obviously, there wouldn't be shootings without the guns. But if it weren't for guns... It would be a little bit more difficult, but they'd still get be doing shit. They'd be setting fires, they'd be stabbing people. Doesn't matter. But it's the anger that's at fault, at fault right now. It's the hatred. That is the source. That is the source that is causing the symptoms, and the symptoms are the shootings. And it's the violence. Am I still a hippie, Frank? Am I still Cat Stevens over here? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that was like that was like a one for one 60s, 70s uh, uh, rhetoric speech. I mean, you know, it's fine. Right. You know, you're allowed to think that way, but I mean, I'm not going to completely hold it against you. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's you're talking the way the way that you've even formed it has been the way that society has been since society was formed you're talking about like a the hierarchy the materialistic hierarchy of the haves and have-nots down from the most down to the none Mm -hmm. and it has always been that way and it's not necessarily even the upper one percent having to say look at those people down there they're the source of your problem it's also realistically it's less about the one percent and more about just the to me as far as that particular subject is concerned i think that the main progenitor of the anger that you're talking about and the outrage that you're talking about is being uh, perpetuated by mass media sure because it's misinformation on an incredible scale that we as a world have never encountered before correct because you had to 
up until this point, you had to have some kind of either inkling or interest in what was going to happen or what was happening in your world and the relevance to you in order for you to actually be able to appreciate it. But now people are being told about stuff that they should be offended about that has absolutely nothing to do with them whatsoever. And then you're taking the same, you're taking the same social groups and you're compacting them into small suburban or sorry, small urban areas like a pressure cooker. And you're telling them about all the bad things that the other people that aren't them are doing and that they should feel terrible about. And you're just piling it all on until somebody snaps, like you said, but it's, it's a, it's the echo chamber of it's not you, it's them. Mm. Doesn't that make you angry? And they just, you know, and the more that the media has been able to use all the right buzzwords that because people don't even read really anymore. They don't really read the news. They don't understand it, but they don't have to because media has picked up on certain types of buzzwords that people are really, really, really aggressively looking for to justify their own personal inadequacies, their own personal failings. They've decided that they don't want to contribute in any meaningful way to society. And now they're poor. Now they don't have anything. And they want so desperately to blame someone else. They want to pin that on somebody else. And then the media gives them that outrage over, you know, a black boy crossing the street hit by, you know, outrage over a black boy being hit by a white person driving a van. You know, white person, outrage. Boom, goes out and fucking kill somebody i mean it's 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 that it's that painting of anything that can happen using words like outrage or um uh offense offended you know all these like really hostile angry words about literally nothing like they, they especially like i mean cnn does this like constantly uh god damn i wish i could think of an article right off the top of my head but I mean, I, without looking at it, uh, it's going to bug me because I saw one, I saw one two days ago that the article, if you actually read the article, literally fucking nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I mean, it was a, it was a nonsense article. I read it and I went, okay, but they used, you know, the, it was a white, I think, oh God, was it like a white woman, a white woman called the cops on a black, on a black girl. For something, shit. Was it's it the whole? Uh, I'm not gonna be able to cite my sources. Was it the whole uh, barbecue thing? No, that didn't help. But you know, I mean, you know, it was funny. You know, it's funny that that you say that though, because like I was, I actually thought saw. So I, uh, I think I think it was an interview on the View of um, with the uh, uh, Fifty Cent, and he was like, "Yeah, they didn't have a permit." <laughs> and they were like, "Well, apparently, you know, you can't be black and barbecue." He goes. No, dog, can't be black and barbecue in a place that says no barbecuing. <laughs> you can't be anybody barbecue in a place that says no barbecuing. <laughs> he says, I think this lady was going to call the cops no matter who it was. Didn't matter if they were black, white, Asian. Didn't make any difference. I mean, same thing. Look, like whatever. They were like, what about the, what about the girl that was selling uh, bottles of water on the street corner? And he goes, she didn't have a permit. It's New York. You gotta have to have a permit. If you're gonna sell anything on the street, you gotta have a permit. <laughs> right. He's like, what do you what do you want? It doesn't make any difference. I mean, like there could be an Indian guy selling medicine on the street corner and they're gonna make him want to have a permit. Everybody has to have one. It's not just like it's not a color thing. 
right. coming in tonight. And I think that those things are really important to to remind ourselves that it's it's a sham. It's all a facade. But we don't teach, you know, we've talked about this before. The people no longer being taught critical thinking, people no longer being taught the value of their own personal judgment. And that's also where like you, you know, I could I could justify your concept of mass anger because people don't know anything but they don't want to know anything they want to know what they're being told and they want to be able to be they want to be able to feed off of the hostility that media tells them of things that they should be angry about like this guy that you know shoots the place up he should be angry because he didn't win he's not a winner anymore neil and there are only winners in this world so if there are only winners then he doesn't belong in this world yeah and, and it's like no you didn't win this time try harder next time fuck you're a fucking champion god damn look apparently everybody whenever he walked in everybody fucking knew him yeah i, I don't i'm like well i mean there's your notoriety there is your justification for fucking existing hey Plus five thanks for following man appreciate it and so so you now have your piece of the universe my piece of notoriety my existence is justified by the fact that these people know me by sight, just by walking into a room. I don't know them, but they know me. But for some reason, this person was has decided that that wasn't sufficient in his, I guess, like the theater of his mind. Well, yeah, I mean, that, and, that's that's a pretty common story, as you've heard. Of, we've heard it plenty of times before in sports in general. I mean. You've got, at that point, I mean, I don't know how old the kid was, but I'm sure... 24. When, 24? So I'm sure growing up, uh, he had a lot of the, you know, parents pushing, you know, success is everything, failure is not an option kind of bullshit. So, I mean, that's happened plenty of times in the past. If you lose, then you're dead to me, you know? <laughs> like, uh, You know, and it's funny because it's shit like that where it's incumbent on society... And to to the greater to the greater arc parents to be able to understand the importance of living well. Because it's not it's not about success is a moving target and success is determined by the will and the perceptions of the individual. It's very little to do. There's no measuring stick for success. Because you have somebody that could be you know, look at Elon Musk. He's a sack of shit, and he owns like a huge company, and he's he's worth a lot of money. But then look at him—he's fucking miserable all the time because yeah. he's an idiot. And he dresses terribly. <laughs> and he makes poor financial decisions all the time. So I mean, like, he—is that successful to you? Um, Would you say he's successful? Sure. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I think he's. I, I mean, because here's my thing: success to me isn't measured in dollar signs. Success to me is measured in the way that you live your life. Sure. And the thing, if you, if you have lived, if you have lived and gotten to your, gotten yourself to the point where you are financially able to su support the lifestyle that you choose, you're happy in that lifestyle. You're happy with your family. You're happy with yourself, or at least to as much as you can, because I don't think anybody is ever truly happy with themselves. That's just sort of the burden of humanity. Yep. But you're as happy as you possibly can be. To me, that's successful. That's that's definitely one way to look at it. I mean, uh, to me, being successful right. is obviously a, attaining your goals. 
I mean, right. and if, if it just so happens to be I want everything this way to, to make me happy, then, then by all means. I mean, I, I consider right. Elon Musk successful because he's obtained many, many of his goals. But uh, somebody needs to set him aside and be like, hey, dude, you just got to let it go sometimes, you know? Like, mm-hmm. some- Yeah. And, and like I said, that, that thereby proving my point that, that success is not indicative of any particular goal. It's not any particular thing. Everyone has their own measurement of success. Sure. Like some people that like live by themselves, you know, working a, a 15, 20 hours a week, they, they've got practically nothing, but they're happy as hell. You know, they've got their friends, they got, they walk around all day. They've got their time. They've got their freedom, whatever they want to do. The world is their oyster. As so long as it's within their, obviously their financial means, but I mean, they're, they literally want for nothing in their life. And so to them, to me, you could call that person successful. Well, that's definitely a state of mind for sure. I mean, somebody working, you know, 15 hours a week, just getting by and whatnot and still being happy with all that. I mean, <laughs> paycheck to paycheck kind of thing. And just having a budget that uh, you're, you're, you're eating only, you know, I mean, you're just scraping by. I mean, to me that you have to have a serious mind over matter to be able to be happy with that. And but do you, I mean, like, like that's, and that's you though. You know I mean? Like I, I couldn't do that. No. I couldn't, I couldn't live like that. I mean, I mean, I work 70 fucking plus hours a week. So obviously I couldn't do that. Right. But I mean, I've known plenty of people in, in my time that that's how they preferred. Vocalist five asks if we're successful. At the moment, I'm not super thrilled, so probably kind of. <laughs> I mean, it depends on if we're talking about the grand scheme of things or if we're talking about where we're at in our career or if we're talking about where we're at with our families. I mean, I don't know. It, it, I don't ever want to truly say that I'm successful, period. I mean, I, I have a successful uh, mentality. I mean, I choose to go out and get what I want and attain those goals and I also choose to let shit go when I know that it's out of my reach you know so I'm I'm content in the in the feeling that I I know that I can get what I want if I try hard enough but Mm -hmm. I don't fucking just lose my shit when I can't have something so there's a lot more I'd like to do and a lot more uh, steps I'd like to, to climb, but as far as the state of mind is concerned, yeah, I think I'm pretty successful. I also think yeah. that I can, um, that if I were to try much harder in life and actually really give it my all, I'd be even more successful. But I think I'm happy where I'm at. And that's really, to me, like, like I said, that's, that's, to me, that's a goal is just to be happy happy with where you are, who you are, what you're doing. And by, by my own definition, I'm middling successful because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad that I'm working and I'm glad that I'm doing what I'm doing, but it is unfortunate that I have to do it away from my family and thereby being not as successful as I would like to be. Right. I mean, and, and I think personally that once, and I've, I've had this conversation many times, um, once you become content, you cease to become, you cease to be successful. 
because you're just happy with the way things are and you never have any more drive in life. You just stop trying. You well, just I, I, I would disagree with that. Okay. I would disagree because I think that I don't I don't think that I don't think that being content is the is at the absence of success. I think content is the is probably the goal of your success. I've achieved all the things that I want to achieve and now I have achieved the state of personal satisfaction and bliss that I sought and thus am I content. But you have to measure it by your own standards of what is it that would make me content? Is it I have a huge bank account? Is it that I have a house made out of solid gold? I mean, whatever it happens to be, you know, I have a house made entirely out of sticks that I found one from every fucking country on this planet. You know, I mean, it's whatever, whatever that, whatever that means to you. Right. And that's, and that's what it is. I mean, to me, being content is, is failure. That's that it is to me, but it's not necessarily. Yeah. I, I don't knock somebody for being content and actually being happy. It's just that I'm, right. I'm always pushing and I'm always trying to do more with what I have and always trying to attain better things. Now, mm-hmm. some would say that um, I I'm never happy or I'm never happy with what I got, and they're right, you know. I don't necessarily see it as a bad thing. It's, and it's not like, you know, I get something. I'm like, oh, this is trash. I got to get something better. It's like I get something or I achieve something. And I'm like, cool, I got this. All right, this is this is taken care of. What's the next project? Can I use this to help me get to the next project, you know? So it's it's really just always climbing the ladder for me. And it's a turnoff for some people. And vice versa being completely content is a turnoff for me so you know it really just depends on who you are and what you want in life yeah yeah so i gotta say so far this stream not so great not the content but this uh we've been dropping frames my computer's been going into overload mode oh wow also i forgot to hit record so i'm gonna have to download this shit later Hooray. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Look, it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. But no, I gotta tweak some settings because this this uh, OBS Studio just kills my computer like this. It doesn't do this in when I'm playing video games. I don't know what the deal is. Anyways, I don't know. So moving on. Um, so I mean. I think we pretty much covered everything we can cover about what we think on this latest spree of gun violence, unless you've got anything to add. No, we've talked about we talked about guns uh, so many times. It's just like we we are we are officially savaging it to death. The the thing is about it though is it's like with with the gun thing. I mean, what what else can you say other than it's bad that people are blowing each other away at an unprecedented rate in places that guns shouldn't exist in. Um, I am concerned about stuff like, you know, how, what this means for Evo uh, for next year, because I think that there should be good security, but I don't think there should be insane security. And there was pretty good security there. I mean, 
it was like I said, it was a long ass walk. You had to start from this side of the casino, walk all the way to that side of this casino to the convention center. So it was like a solid seven to eight minute walk. And there were security guards everywhere. I mean, it's it's a casino for one. For two, mm-hmm. once you get to the convention center, there's security there. I mean, they don't want people to get in for free. <laughs> I mean, shit like that. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true because like it, being in a casino, it would actually provide substantial security uh, pretty much in every possible way small army really yeah and and this there i can't it's been a while since i've been to vegas but they're they're armed there aren't they um yes i think they are all right at the very least with mace and clubs and shit they're not just like which you know wouldn't be bad in a in a really close area like that right i mean But yeah, I mean, I I didn't have any, as soon as I walked through that place, I I had zero concern um, for... They still don't, they still don't have a motive. I had zero concern for my safety, because I mean, nobody's going to try shit in a casino. (laughs) You know, and if they do, they're going to go down quickly. Yeah. There's just too many people that covet their money there <laughs> and yeah they're gonna go down in a, in a quick hurry um the shooter's motive though i mean from what i've heard from what i've seen all signs point to physically rage quitting saltiness is that is that what you're thinking i don't i don't i don't think he i don't think he actually even participated really uh, it says that he had a lot of psychological issues, including by a limit to whenever he was put on uh, antipsychotic medicines to treat schizophrenia, and and then he got a divorce and he had his children taken away uh, because he posed a significant and unknown risk to the children. Oh, like Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah. Well, all righty then. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. So maybe he was just a little crazy. I mean, and that's and that's another thing that would be um, really, in this case, pretty damning for like um, a democratic side, because it's like, you know, uh, the. The Republicans have always said, you know, it's you know we need it, it's it's healthcare and yeah, yeah, and it and so then now you have you have an actual genuine case of this person was just not altogether, yeah, and he just flips shit and starts shooting the place up, and then I mean it's weird because like we've had like the last few times that you know gunshots have been fired, we've had every example of uh, what both sides of the aisle are saying is the is the right answer this one is you know this kid was had mental issues okay so then the the republicans can be like we told you it was mental issues it's not about taking the guns away it's about making sure that people that are crazy can't have a gun spoilers trump first thing he fucking did was make it so crazy people could pick up guns Uh stupid I mean, like, look, I I don't think a lot of things that Obama did were particularly great, but I was that was to me that was one. Whenever he signed it into effect, I was like, 
well, that wasn't a thing already. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, of course you don't want a fucking crazy person to have a gun. Jesus. I mean, hasn't anyone ever seen Batman? I mean, like, <laughs> like for, for real though, I mean, like you give a crazy person a gun, he's just going to shoot people fucking randomly. I mean, the, ugh, of course you wouldn't want that. But then he's like, you know, we want to make sure that the crazy people have second amendment rights too. No, that's stupid. You got a guy who's sitting there and talks to a rubber ducky and jerks off in his own feces. And you want to hand him a handgun too? Nope. No, thank you. Nope. I'm good. Listen, what um, he does in his own bedroom has nothing to do with what he's going to do with that gun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then, then you had like the the case of the word in in Texas that rural church that got shot up by that guy, and then another guy showed up with the exact same kind of gun and killed him and the thereby preventing further violence yes that doesn't happen I'm very like, often but that was awesome no, that, it did that guy that was fucking amazing and i'm like that's exactly the kind of shit that does need to happen though because people who do have guns need to it's funny because on one hand like i want to be like people who have guns need to stand up and, and do something about it now if you're getting shot at and you have a gun you should do something about it I mean, I I'd also don't necessarily think that you should run into the scene and start blast. Actually, I, I kind of do. You know, I mean, that's the hard part. Because, But it also depends. Because you, you also don't want a guy going in with a gun and then trying to shoot the shooter, and then the cops show up and shoot the guy who's trying to kill the shooter. Right. A. And B, you, so you get nervous and you start popping off shots. And now you've got two guys standing in the middle of the, of, let's just say it's back in Jacksonville, in the middle of the Good Luck Have Fun Club fucking shooting at each other the one guy has already killed two people and you're firing back at him you kill four people behind him he kills four people behind you fucking everybody's dying i mean like it that's a whole bunch of oopsies <laughs> yeah Oops. i mean that's what it's like because i had to qualify like whenever i took my ccw class i had to qualify so like i actually had to be able to shoot a certain proficiency at distances in order to be able to actually have my license right so like I, it, it, but you don't have to have a license. You can, you, you elect to go get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to, but I chose to. So like I went, I got the training and everything like that. So like, you know, someone like me would be better off going in and then doing it because when all of a sudden done, yeah, I have the card. I'd have that, you know, I'm, you know, here's gun down and then don't, please don't shoot me. <laughs> I'm fucking, all right. Because I mean, you know, I, I can say with reasonable, with not reasonable, certainty, but like with, you know, uh, reasonable ish knowledge that i would probably be able to shoot the guy right i mean like but you got like a guy who's like i want a fucking gun because it makes my dick hard right and then like he you know this kid starts popping shots off into a crowd and then he pulls a gun out and he fucking straight up john rambles it and never fired the thing in his life and just empties out a magazine into another crowd <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know i mean best intentions but still wipes out like you know fucking like a whole zip code trying to like do the right thing you still killed a whole lot of people though <laughs> but i got the guy <laughs> but i mean and that, that's the worst part is he probably wouldn't you know <laughs> bang, 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 bang. i mean he kills like everybody behind the orange julius counter <laughs> I mean, like he completely misses he completely misses the actual shooter <laughs> so so you go from a mass shooting to two mass shootings <laughs> yeah, a mass shooting a mass shooting and then you know an attempted intervention of the mass shooting that turned into another mass shooting <laughs> what is even happening <laughs> i mean that and that's the worst part is that you know that there would be people that that would go in and they would try to help and which i i genuinely feel they should 
Sure. You know, I, I genuinely do. Because I mean, like, worst comes to worst, if you if you have a gun, the to me always is the presumption of knowledge. So like, you have the gun, you you know you know how to use it. You go in there and like you know you try to make sure that there's a clear field of fire between you and the guy and then behind it. That's what we were taught. You know, don't shoot at somebody if there's a bunch of fucking people on the other side, unless you absolutely have to. Like, I mean, like, let's say, like, you know, the the guy whips out an AK and and there's a bunch of people behind him and you're like 20 feet away. You have to. Yeah. Because if you don't, he's going to unload that thing and he's going to kill a whole lot more people than you're going to probably end up wounding. So, I mean, then you take the shot. But I mean, like, so you go up and you see him. He's clear field of fire between me and him and then beyond. So then, okay, boom, shoot him. Let's just say you don't hit him. Let's just say, like, you scare the shit out of him. Because, you know, this was supposed to be my time. I was supposed to be the big tough guy. I'm going to fucking kill all these people. Pop. Oh, God, someone's shooting at me. That's not how this is supposed to go. <laughs> and then, so then he either runs and hides, gets down or whatever. I mean, best case scenario, you should take some shots at him. He takes cover. It gives bazillions of people a chance to get away sure Unless and then you literally well in which case i mean he's going to be an even shittier shot then true okay okay and let's just say he stands his ground now he becomes like an immobile target you know true all right i'll give you that because you take the first two shots you're pretty much you're pretty much like you know like zoning in on him and then but if he actually does decide to stand there and then like try to shoot back at you three third and fourth shots should go in All right. The point is that you kill bad people. <laughs> you, kill, you kill all the bad people. See, I, when I was perusing through the internet looking for uh, pictures and articles and stuff for this podcast, a quote came up a lot. And you might have heard of this one before. The only way to stop a bad person with a gun is with a good person with a gun that's it was all over the damn internet like that that was kept repeatedly popping up and then i saw this one quote that said you know repeated that quote and then it said that just sounds to me like somebody that sells guns wants to sell two guns (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's not wrong excellent (laughs) i mean no he's not wrong i mean uh i um I, I do kind of subscribe to the good people with guns, though. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I also don't think... I also think that it should only be in an absolute last resort. Sure. Like, there are no cops here. There are no cops coming right now. This guy is taking shots. You take shots at him. Like I said, you don't even have to hit him. You're just going to shoot at him, you know? I mean, like, a lot of times, you're probably not going to hit him anyway. Because, like, the only reason why he's even going to hurt anybody is because he's shooting into a crowd. You're oh. shooting at a specific point. Okay, so anyway, so I got, my car got broken into recently, mm-hmm. and uh, they stole my knife out of there, that's about it, I mean, I had more expensive shit in there, I don't know why they didn't steal anything else, I literally had a fucking car camera that cost like 150 bucks in there, strapped <laughs> to the damn windshield, they didn't steal that shit either, whatever, so, um, you know, anytime somebody creeps in the middle of the night and breaks into your shit, and when I say break into, I forgot to lock the door, okay, so... It's not like they had to try hard. They just went, <laughs> you know. So yeah, they they got in there and um, you know every time somebody like gets into your stuff when you're not around, you feel violated. You feel, how could they do that to me? 
you know? So the first thing mm-hmm. that pops in my head is like, well, we got to find out who did it. And then we got to prevent from the next time from happening. I need a gun. I need this. I need that. I'm like, well, first of all, I slept with the whole fucking thing. So it's not like I would have been able to do anything with said gun. Sure. Second of all, it was probably a, a kid, a teenager that stole it. Am I going to shoot a teenager? I don't want Why that. Not? I mean, I don't want to live with that in, in my in my conscience. You know, it's not hard. You just go to sleep like normal. <laughs> yeah, it's just end a child's you know? life. You know, look, I shouldn't even stay on there. <sighs> go on. So, anyways, so what I'm doing now is I'm just gonna get some surveillance cameras, and uh, that's that. You know, the, the whole thought of getting a gun to me, like I've I've always I've been on the fence about it. You know, mm-hmm. and. I feel like I'd be safer, but I also feel like it'd be the most unsafe to have one in the house. Well, that's the, that, that is the, you are the prime candidate to not have one. Why do you think that is? If you don't think that you can handle the responsibility or the, uh, the safety, safety, maintenance, owning ownership, then don't. Because I mean, if you if you pull it, you're you're likely to hurt yourself or people that you know, not the intended target. Sure. And that and that's the thing is that that's why I don't have one is because I'm not 100 percent confident that it won't become more of a liability than it would be a an asset. You know. Sure. So yeah, I mean that's 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 why like I I mean I would advocate not getting one. Yeah. So I mean it's it's not for everybody, especially no, people- it's not, and, and that's that's a that's a thing that. You know, like a especially like your your strong red state types will will tell you like you know you absolutely have to have a gun. Nope. If you do not think, I mean, like having a gun, and let's say somebody breaks in your house, you have a gun, you pull a gun, they're in your house, and you know a lot of people make this this dumbass mistake where like you pull a gun, you point at somebody who's broken your house and say, "I've got a gun." You don't say anything. You literally shoot him. Yes. I mean, like, so, like, if you if you announce that you've got a gun, you know, you're telling them I'm not willing to shoot you, right? And you need to be able to if you if you are going to pull it, you fire it. If you fire it, you fire to kill. Period. There is no, there is no. You should never have a question about whenever you pull your gun if this is the time to use it. If you feel threatened enough to use it, you use it. If you don't think that you're going to be able to do that, don't have it because what you're going to do. Is you're gonna get killed, and then you're gonna have the you're gonna give that gun to the person who killed you, right? And then they're gonna go on killing more people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, like I said, I'm I'm on the fence about it. That's kind of how I feel. I think perhaps if I were to go through a training course with one, I might feel a little bit better about it. I mean, obviously, I mean it's it's not a, it's not necessarily no brainer on how you should store one, obviously, but I, I think I'm not an idiot so i should be able to store one properly but then comes the question of well if you store it too properly like too well <laughs> what good is it you know well you can get there are different kinds of safes that you can get um one of them uh, that is my favorite type is you you have a safe and then it's uh, a pre- a finger a fingertip pressure mm-hmm. system so like you basically put your hand on it and then like you put you push your hand and 
a particular sequence that you pre-program and then it'll open right i actually bought one of those for uh, my brother-in-law so uh, yeah so i mean like those those are really good because you can just and then it opens and like you can get it super fast uh the best thing about like you know best way to keep like your gun oil it put it away and then that way like you have it what i recommend just on um, the offshot that anybody listens to this and they happen to be wondering about home defense if you have a bunch of people that are in your house and you're concerned about that uh so you're concerned about the possibility of having to actually fire a gun inside your house you should get uh invest in what are called glazer rounds which are uh air marshals use them so they can fire guns inside of the fuselage of an airplane that they won't go through a window and they won't go through a wall um but they if they hit on contact with soft targets like people they do an unfucking believable amount of damage really never heard of those yeah um they they're basically like exploding hollow points but they leave nothing behind if you were on the other side of a wall and i like like with like a stud in between or whatever and i fired that gun it would hit the wall and then fall on the floor really if I if I shot you with it, it would disembowel you and expose your spine. Wow! <laughs> and the the level of destruction these things uh, incur is just unbelievable. But they're really good for you know uh, home defense because you know say like your kid's sleeping in the other room and someone breaks in, they got a knife or whatever, and you're not you're concerned about like you know bang 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 and you go through the wall and you kill your kid. Right. You know that's the that's something you have to think about. Because regular bolt target rounds will pierce through fucking everything. Hollow points are not a whole hell of a lot better. They're better as far as like not going through everything, but they're still bad. But so then glazers, they're fucking really expensive. But yeah, to me, you have like you have your target shooting clip. Sorry, magazine. You have a target shooting magazine, your self-defense magazine, and then you have your at home at night magazine which would be like your glazer rounds and then you just basically never unload the the rounds right so that like you, you actually do have to shoot them i mean like you could you could easily flesh somebody because like it won't like punch through bone but if you shot somebody in the thigh it'll literally remove the flesh from their thigh that is crazy yeah they do an unbelievable it's insane like the amount of damage they do i i highly recommend if if you get a gun if you get a gun, aside from, you know, regular time at the range, I highly recommend those for home defense. If anybody who's watching that is in the United States and can purchase them, they're like, they're like $20 for five. Yeah, but, but if you use I mean, them, it's fucking showtime. I mean, you don't. <laughs> if you hit a guy with a one, <laughs> I mean, like you, you are going to be mopping him up. Yeah, that's, those aren't the rounds that you use for just dicking around. I mean, you're it's no. it's go time <laughs> if yeah. you're using those. So mm-hmm. it makes sense, shit, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah, those are those are I highly like I said I highly recommend those, uh, especially for like home defense if you got like a, a family. I tell I tell everybody that. <laughs> that's cool. Um, well, I. I wanted to talk about the car thing, the surveillance thing. I definitely wanted to talk about. Uh, I think we've talked about surveillance before in the past. So if you haven't heard uh, of our dialogue about surveillance, I mean, it's one of our first few podcasts we did. Spoiler alert. It's going to have really shitty sound. So (laughs) get ready for that. Um, But it can't be much shittier than this uh, horror display we had tonight 
But it's better now. I changed the encoding pro profile, dude. It's, it's better now. Good job. I mean, like, I kind of got distracted, you know? Me now too. I'm kind of like, me, me. So we're probably going to wrap it up then. But thanks for dropping by. We'll hopefully do it, have a better showing next time. Um, now that I got this shit dialed in a little bit better. Um, tomorrow night we're going to do uh, tabletop, probably do Munchkin again. If you guys like that, uh, last time we did it, it was a lot of fun. And I think... Uh, I, I'm actually really looking forward to it because I didn't get to play it last time. Yeah, it, it's it's a riot. And we're going to add, add all the expansions into it as well since uh, we went through all 60 cards. <laughs> so, um, thanks again for watching. Um, if you like what you saw, follow, subscribe, do all that good stuff. If you follow us um, on Twitch, it'll it'll at least tell you when we're live next time, so you can just hop right in so you don't have to follow us on anything else, really. But if you want to hear our banter and stuff on Twitter or Facebook, we're there as well. Um, or if you just want to shoot us an email, we're at mail at dashleygentleman.com. Um, so just, yeah, feel free to reach out. We, uh, we love talking to you, you know? Yeah. Uh, on Friday, uh, I'm going to be doing an extended stream. Could be between five to seven hours. I'm two point hospitals coming out and I'm going to be playing it fucking all night. <laughs> I look forward to that. I really do. Me too. I, I am so excited. I am excited beyond words. We're also looking into doing a charity stream soon, which uh, it'll probably be a 24-hour or maybe even a 48-hour stream. Who knows? But uh, we'll look forward to seeing you guys there as well. So Yeah, that'd be a great one. Until next time, we'll see you later. Bye.